Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Ashley. And this is The The Hoot! Hoot Hoot! (laughs) This is the podcast where we talk about all things movies, TV shows, podcasts, and so on. We wanted to start this podcast so we could share our intense, weird, and controversial conversations about everything with the world. So sit back, get your popcorn, and listen to The The Hoot! Hoot Hoot! So what have you been up to lately, Ashley? Um, well, pretty much the same thing you have been up to. Well, what did you do today? Today, I went back to school, except that I stayed in my home. Stop it. Heidi. She's upset with you. <laughs> um, I went back to school, but I didn't go back to school because I stayed here because the Wi-Fi was going to be out in one of my buildings, and I was like, I'm not going to risk the Wi-Fi being out in my other building that I was going to, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to stay home and do stuff here. And I did all the things that I needed to, so That's I really good. didn't need to go in. I probably don't have to go in tomorrow either, but I'm going to because I need to get back into a routine. And today I wanted to go back to sleep, so I know that tomorrow I'm definitely going to want to go back to sleep. So yeah. um, it's definitely good if I get out of my apartment um so yeah um i got a lot of school stuff done ready um prepared and i'm excited for the lesson i hope my kids are but we'll see i'm sure they are yeah um but we had new year's last week i guess um we haven't talked to them since yeah last um, before christmas was that last week that was two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, we haven't recorded since yeah, before Christmas. Yeah, we haven't recorded since before Christmas. But we got a lot of really cool stuff. Um, so, yeah. I've been What'd you get? Doing... What's your favorite gift? Well, I think... I don't know. I have a lot of favorite gifts. But I think my most favoritest is um, the Harry Potter Knitting Magic book. Mm-hmm. And it has all the knitting patterns for a bunch of the Harry Potter-inspired um things that you can knit yeah and that's really cool i started making a sock um but i've gotten some other stuff like i got all the harry potter illustrated versions and a book on the queen and which queen elizabeth elizabeth what the second from the crown but she's from herself because it's herself but where she lived England. Oh. <laughs> That's weird. Um, so yeah, I got that. I read, like, a couple pages of the prologue, but otherwise I haven't fin- I haven't started reading it just because I'm reading Outlander and I don't want to be reading the same, or two different books at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had New Year's, had Christmas... Um, and we've also been having crafting parties. Yeah. Um, so our cousin Olivia talked to me about how she wanted to start knitting, um, a while ago. And so one night in November, um, I had her come over and we, um, we, I taught her how to knit and, um, so we had a good time. Um, and it was coming into to December and we were like we gotta have another one of those it was after our Harry Potter party um that we were talking and we're like okay Mm -hmm. next week that's what we're gonna do (laughs) and um so we invited all of the other cousins who craft um or cousins who don't um and (laughs) so we had people come over and then we had it again this week um and or last week and then I'm hoping we're planning on having it this week again um but we've just been knitting and crocheting and embroidering and (laughs) all 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 of the craftings um so we've had a crafting party and that's just that makes me really happy because I love crafting and I like hanging out with my cousins I like a set time to do it yeah because otherwise I find myself like spending a lot of my time on it and then Mm -hmm. I'm like okay I need to like do other things right Mm now Mm -hmm. but sometimes I'm like I don't want to do this right now (laughs) so like even if I know like there's a set time coming up I'm like eh yeah (laughs) um but yeah so that's been really fun um and then I was just gonna say that I've been dreaming about Harry Potter lately a lot and it 
caused me to um, look at tickets at, for Universal in Florida. <laughs> um, I don't think that's going to happen, but... If you want to fund our trip, yeah. join our Patreon. Yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do a live podcast <laughs> while walking through the streets of yes. Hogsmeade and uh, Diagon Alley. Or not. Or not. Or waiting in line for Gringotts <laughs> or something like that. That would be funny. Oh my gosh. They'd be like, why do you have all this recording equipment? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so what have you been up to, Allison? Um, Well, today I got a massage. Yay. Because... Oh, I got one too. Not today. Not today. I've been having migraines like Mm -hmm. every single day, and I also have a pinched nerve. I feel like Mm -hmm. I talked about that last time. Mm -hmm. Well, since then, it hadn't been acting up, and then... This week it started acting up again, so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I really need to, you know, get a massage and just try to stay healthy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't gone to the gym since before Christmas. I went a couple times after Christmas, but, like, not, like, every single day, so I'm definitely going to do that tomorrow. But I was going to go today, but when I woke up this morning, I felt, like, sick as, like, throat sick. Like, my sore, mm. I had a sore throat, and I was like, okay, I could either take cold medicine, which knocks me out no matter what, mm-hmm. and sleep a little bit longer, which I woke up at 8.30, by the way. Good job. I was like, I could take cold medicine and sleep a little bit longer, hopefully get a little healthier in that <laughs> progress, or I could go to the gym right now, or I could take cold medicine and suffer through it when I go to the gym, but... <laughs> That I knew that would not work out. Mm-mm. So I took cold medicine and went back to sleep. Um, even though I really wasn't tired, mm-hmm. I just knew, knew I needed to rest. So I did that today that and then nice. went and got a massage. So, Yay. yeah. Um, other than that, I've been trying to apply to jobs, but no place is open because COVID. Um, and I want to work as a waitress, so that's, like, really hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... I'm hoping that very soon it, things will start to open back up. And even if they don't, I'm going on vacation with my mom to Florida mm-hmm. at the end of January. So I'm like, well, if I don't get a job until after January, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. see. It'll be fine. I'm just chilling mm-hmm. like a villain. <laughs> I moved my room around again. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Ah, there's good news tonight. What have you been watching or listening to since Um, last time? I feel like there's way more than I can remember right now. Uh But these are the only three things that I can remember. So for Christmas, (laughs) I got um, Bewitched um, the entire series. So um, I've been watching that. I'm on like season four now. Um, which there's like, I don't know, 12 episodes per disc and there's like two or three discs per series season. So, (laughs) um, I've, I've really been binge watching that, um, pretty much in my spare time. I also started watching some Outlander episodes last night and it's amazing and great and I can't, I can't handle it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then watching Bob's Burgers while I fall asleep. Nice. Those are my three that I can remember at the moment. But I've definitely watched some other things. Like yesterday you guys came over and we watched Superstore. Yeah, I've been... Oh, I watched The Mandalorian, um, mm-hmm. the second season, which was very good. So if I can finally talk about it with people. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, I finished Shameless season 10. So I know like season 11 is coming out on Hulu, I think, soon. Mm. But season 10 is what's on Netflix, and so I finished all that, and it was really good. Um, what else? What else? Bewitched. Bewitched. Yeah, I watched Bewitched, too, because Ashley gave me her first season, because mm-hmm. I only have season two, but mine are in color. <laughs> well, mine are in color once it gets to season whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think it's season, like season three. Yeah. But, um, that's been good. And Bob's Burgers as well. Um, along with Rick and Morty and, um, Family Guy. I 
finished Family Guy again, like, all the way through. And so I decided to change, like, my bedtime show. Because when I went back to the... Because when I finish a show, I go back to, like, the pilot Mm -hmm. and Uh see, like, the difference. And it's so different and so cringy that I'm like, okay, I really don't want to watch this again. <laughs> so um, I went back to Bob's Burgers. And, and that's I've been... how I got on Bob's Burgers because yeah. I went over and stayed there for Christmas. So so I was watching that <laughs> for sleep. Um, and the then... only reason I don't like that show for sleep is because it's so bright. Like all of the colors yeah. in it. And so like my TV is definitely a lot brighter when I'm watching Bob's Burgers versus, like, anything else. Yeah. I mean, I, like, when I sleep, I cover my eyes with a blanket mm-hmm. because I get migraines. Mm-hmm. If I don't, like, even if it, even if I don't have the TV on, I get migraines mm-hmm. uh, when I sleep, which is just not the greatest, mm-hmm. and it's, it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Um, my podcasts, I've been listening to the same podcasts, and I've been kind of bored with them not that I don't still love them I just need a new podcast to listen to mm-hmm. whether it's true crime or comedy something like that I don't really like it that much mm-hmm. I need I need something else I think I need something story-based like mm-hmm. true crime stuff that I listen to but I'm not really sure yet so um but yeah that's what I've been listening to and watching wow yeah So, Ashley, what is our show of the week? Well, if you guys couldn't have guessed so far, it's Bewitched! (laughs) So, Bewitched um, was a show... I don't know when it was created. 80s? In the 80s? Um, sure. It's probably older than that. Um, and... You didn't to... look that up? No, I did oh, not look up when I'll it was made. That up. I have fun facts down. Okay. Um, its original air date was um, 1964, and then it ended in 1972. So that... The 1964 is when our parents were born. Yeah. So... That's pretty funny, but... You <laughs> um, we were about to say old, and then you stopped. What? It sounded like you were about to say old and then you stopped. No, (laughs) I was going to say funny. Yeah, so it's a good show. It's about a woman who is a witch and she gets married to a mortal mortal and they elope. So they don't really have time to say, hey, I'm a witch Mm -hmm. before they get married. And so on their honeymoon, she tells him Mm -hmm. he's like, what the heck? But he still loves her. So he wants to be with her. But then he's like, I don't want you doing witchcraft because it's weird. Mm -hmm. But then, and she's okay with that, but sometimes she's not okay with that. Mm -hmm. So it just goes through their lives of being married like that. It's 1960s to 70s. So it's a lot of, um, she is a normal house, or supposed to be a normal housewife. um, But she gets into all of these antics because of witchcraft and her family being witches and warlocks and everything like that. Mm Um, and so that's how everything gets all messed up and stuff. Um, and, like, it, you can definitely see the era, obviously. Oh, yes. It's like, she stays at home. She has her little committees that she runs sometimes. Yeah, she's a housewife. Like, yes. Yeah. Very typical housewife. Yeah. Wife. But there are some, like... There's um, a lot of radical things for that yeah. time mm-hmm. in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, right now watching it... A lot of people would be like, oh, this is sexist. But, like, back then, this was, like... Radical. Yeah. Radical! Radical. So, do you have some fun facts? I do have some fun facts. Um, So, one of them is the character who plays the husband... um, Darren. Darren. Uh, It's originally played by Dick York. Yes. Um, But he actually, as they started... Like, before they started the show, he... uh, suffered from an injury that while he was um filming Cordura Mm. a movie or something and um basically this injury uh ripped some of his uh muscles and and his in his back and his spine never healed so there was no type of surgery during the time that could um help him 
Hmm. Uh, so they, he just uh, focused on going to specialists and having pain medication. Hmm. Um, so he actually worked through having, like, through the first four seasons um, with this pain constantly. Hmm. Um, but then in the middle of season five, he was really run down and it showed on camera. Um, on the day of filming daddy does his thing episode so you're almost there Mm -hmm. in season 5 he skipped lunch to go see his doctor um, and the doctor gave him B12 Mm -hmm. Uh, and I don't know what that is it's a vitamin a vitamin Brian takes it Um, so and then this was actually not his regular doctor his regular doctor was out so this replacement doctor gave him B12 and while filming a scene with Maurice Evans on scaffold, on a scaffold 15 feet in the air, oh my gosh. Um, the hot lights, exhaustion, and medications combined sent York into a seizure. Mm. And he was rushed into the hospital and never returned to the Bewitch set. So then they, re- the, they recorded some Darrenless episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dick Sargent took over the role. Um, so that's something really sad because I really loved him as Darren Mm -hmm. and it's always really hard to see a character get replaced. Yeah. Because you're like, you picture that character Mm -hmm. as that person and then they change and you're like, that's not right. That's not you. Yeah. And then they usually, or sometimes they just play them differently a little bit and that's not their fault. But it happens, and you're I just mean, it's like, how they Man. interpret it, and they want to they want to ha- put their own spin on a yeah. character, which is fine. But when you're halfway through a series, mm-hmm. and people love a certain character so much, yeah. you just can't do that. Um, another person who uh, left halfway through that they replaced was uh, the character Gladys. Uh, who is the next door neighbor that is like, oh my gosh, every, they, she she's a witch. She finds things. Yeah, she finds things and then her husband thinks she's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason she left um, and was replaced is because uh, when she took the part, so again, she knew that she had this condition. She had terminal cancer when she um, accepted the part as uh, Gladys Kravitz. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, she passed away mm-hmm. and... Um, she was replaced by Sandra Gold. Gould. Mm-hmm. Gold. Gould. Gould. Um, okay, so then there's a couple more fun facts that I want to talk through. Uh, one is something that we've talked about a lot with TV shows mm-hmm. is that the main character, um, Elizabeth Mont- Montgomery, mm-hmm. she was pregnant twice during the filming yes. of this show, and in the show they made her pregnant. Mm-hmm. So... Both times they just used that to their advantage and wrote in that yeah. um, the character was pregnant. Another thing was that uh, Elizabeth Montgomery actually named uh, Tabitha. Yeah. So she was the one who came up with the name Tabitha for the character of her character's daughter, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, she Even said in the show it's Endora who names. Yes. Tabitha. Yes. Um, so she says, I loved it because it was so old fashioned. I got it from one of the daughters of Edward Andrews, the actor. The two G- Andrews girls are named Tabitha and Abigail, but mm-hmm. somehow or other her name came out as Tabitha and on the, on the credit roll. And that's the way it's been ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had one more fun fact, which was about, um, the character actually no i have two more sorry i just thought this one was so good um so one of the things is that a lot of the uh supporting actors on the show um for example louise tate um agnes moorhead who plays uh andora and some others actually wear their own clothes for their characters um agnes moorhead more just added things to her costumes Mm -hmm. But, like, um, Casey Rogers, who played Louise Tate, she actually brought in her own clothes to wear. And the wardrobe department would actually clean and press their own clothes so that they could wear them on set. That's cool. Yeah. And then my last one is that uh, Dick York and um, 
Agnes Moorhead were actually very close off camera. Aww. So in the show, they are battling. It's the mother-in-law and the husband. Mm-hmm. And they're just, they just hate each other mm-hmm. through the time of the show. But um, she actually really appreciated Dick York um, because she was a very religious fundamentalist. Mm. And he was a new age spiritualist. Mm. So they um, bonded over that kind of their religious preferences, I Mm. guess. And um, she also really admired his acting talent. And she was actually really, really upset when he was replaced. So Mm. that I thought that was probably really cool. Yeah. Um, There's so many more Mm -hmm. fun facts about this show, obviously, since it's it's so long. (laughs) It's a long show. It was a long time ago, so you can hear more things. Uh, and it was a very famous show. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys can look those up. Uh, I usually go to Mental Floss, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of other places that um, have fun facts about shows like that. So, yeah. Bewitched. 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 Apparently there are words to that song. Yes. <laughs> the, the theme song in, when you watch the show is like Trump. It's like a orchestra playing. Mm-hmm. But the actual original song is sung with lyrics um, about a woman who bewitched her husband. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get to our main part of our episode, we want to talk to you guys about something called the Owlry. Do you love the Hoot Podcast? Do you want to hear more of our lovely voices? Do you want to be more involved in the creation of our show? Well, wait no longer. Because the Hoot Podcast is on Patreon! Yes, if you go to patreon.com slash thehootpodcast, you can become a little hoot for $3 a month or a hooter for $5 a month. This program not only helps us to create more content, content, but it helps us to improve our show over time for you all. You also get so many cool incentives for joining. Yeah, you get, to shout, you get a shout out on our show. You get exclusive content, like bonus episodes and videos of us. And you get a handmade gift from one of us, probably Ashley. That's so, me. <laughs> yeah. So join our Owlry now to get all of that and more. Thank you. And back to the hoot. Hoot hoot! <laughs> so what's our episode today, Ashley? Mulan! 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 <laughs> Um, people who, which are most of the people who don't watch Bewitched, they're like, what? And the people who do watch Bewitched are like, can you stop? (laughs) (laughs) So do you have a synopsis for us? Yeah, kind of. So I actually was going to go through the background of um, Mulan a little bit because um, I... Yes. So, of course, many of you probably know the the animated film Mulan that was made by Disney. Um, 1998. Yes. And that is, like, one of my favorites. Yes. I think it's one of your favorites. Yes. Um, but that film was created um, with, well... The story of Mulan actually just comes from this one poem. Yeah. And so we don't know if Mulan was a real person. I hope she was because that would be so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but more of a figure in Chinese culture. That's what she mostly was. So I'm going to actually read the Eng- English paraphrased version of the Ballad of Mulan, which is the oldest known version of Mulan's story. Um, This was most likely composed during the era of of Northern Wei, which was around 480. And this one poem ended up inspiring countless retellings for centuries to come. And it was passed down by oral tradition, which means that people would just tell it tell the story around a fire um but then finally um during the tang dynasty it was written and preserved yay it is anonymous and undated um and very little can actually be said about it with certainty but i'm going to read the english translation the sound of creaking 
Mulan sits in the doorway in front of her loom. When the loom grows silent, we can only hear the sound of her sighs. Girl, who are you thinking about? Girl, who do you long for? Why are you singing like that? Girl, who are you thinking about? Girl, who do you long for? Mulan replies, There's only one man I think about. There's only one man I long for. Last night, I saw the conscription notice. The Khan is issuing a great draft. A dozen volumes of battle rules, each one with my father's name. My father has no son old enough to take his place. I, Mulan, have no elder brother. I'm willing to buy a horse and saddle. I will take my father's place in battle. She buys a fine steed at the East Market, a saddle and blanket at the West Market, a bridle at the South Market, and a long whip at the North Market. At dawn, she leaves her parents' home and camps beside the Yellow River before dusk. From far away, she cannot hear the sounds of her parents calling for her, only the rushing waters of the Yellow River. She leaves the Yellow River at dawn and reaches reach Black Mountain before dusk. From far away, she cannot hear the sounds of her parents calling for her, only the cries of the enemy cavalry in the Yon Hills. She traveled 10,000 li. She flew over mountains and through mountain passes. The sound of war gong pierces the air. The winter sun shines brightly on her coat of steel. The general dead after a hundred battles. The warriors return after ten years. They return to see the Son of Heaven sitting in the royal court. He unrolls the scroll of merit a dozen times, giving hundreds and thousands of reward. The Khan asks Mulan what she desires. Mulan replies, I have no need to be promoted to a prominent position. I only ask for a camel that I can travel a thousand li that, I, that can take me back to my hometown. Her parents hear that her, their daughter has returned. They welcome her at the entrance to the town. When the elder sister hears of Mulan's return, she stands in the doorway wearing a beautiful dress. When little brother hears that his sister has returned, he sharpens his knife to slaughter a pig and a lamb. Mulan speaks. I open the door to my eastern chamber and I sit on my bed of my western chamber. I take off my military robes and put on my old clothes. I sit in front of the window as I comb my long flowing hair and look into the mirror as I apply makeup. I go outside to see my comrades. They are all shocked and astounded. We traveled together for 12 years, they say, but we never suspected that Mulan was a woman. Most people tell the gender of a rabbit by its movement. The male run, runs quickly while the female often keeps her eyes shut. But when the two rabbits run side by side, can you really discern whether I am a he or a she? So that was the ballad of Mulan. Wow. Yeah. Well, a the way the way you talked about it, it you made it sound like there was like a big old proverb and it was just like one sentence about Mulan. Yeah. But that was actually like pretty a story. Yeah. A ballad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean the the story of Mulan was adapted by Disney, mm-hmm. and that's the story that we think of. But when reading that ballad and knowing that that's the original, mm-hmm. you see where Disney p- filled in the, the empty spaces. Yes. yes. So that's all I'm going to give you for a synopsis because mm-hmm. I got fun facts later. Plus so. we like, most people know the story of Mulan. Yeah. If they don't, where have you been? Yes. So, Ashley, do you have a cast and director for us? Um, so, I have both cast lists up. Okay. The 1998 cartoon version and the 2020 live action version. I'm going to start with the 1998 because those are the easy names to read because they're all... Easy for us. Easy for me. <laughs> um, not easy for other people, I guess. Um, so, I'm just going to go through... Because it's, we're mostly focusing on the live action, I'm just going to go through, like, the the main people in the yes. cartoon. So, the voice of Mushu, which is everyone's favorite dragon. Who? Um, Mu. Mushu. Who? 
Eddie Murphy oh. was the voice of Mushu. Um, he's hilarious, and we all love him. The voice, um, well, the singing voice of Mulan is Leah Salonga. Um, but then the regular voice of Mulan, the voice of Mulan um, was Ming Nguyen. So um, they did have a sing- dubbed singing voice. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Shang. Um, Shang's original voice, um, like speaking voice, is B.D. Wong. Um, and the singing version is um, Donnie Osmond. So. One of my favorite men of all time. <laughs> Which, when I read, like, articles about this, mm-hmm. um, it was, like, it kind of made me upset because, obviously, we're, like, okay, why are you having an American singer mm-hmm. sing these songs when you could have a more authentic sound mm-hmm. song um, mm-hmm. sung by the actual actor? Mm-hmm. And the article that I read was talking about how unfortunate it was that they wouldn't let the singer for Mulan mm-hmm. voice her as well. Oh, yeah. I was like, but... I, yeah, but it's, it's dumb. What? People are dumb. So, anyway. Um, so, those are the only three that I'm going to read because they're important. Um, <laughs> um, so, the 2020 live-action version. Um, I apologize to everyone who may be offended by my pronunciations of all of these names. Um, they are awesome people and I love them a lot. I just cannot, I, I don't have the, the, sim, is it symphonic? I don't know. Phonetic versions symphonic. of. Symphonic. <laughs> the, uh, phonetic, phonetic spellings of these names. So, Mulan is played by Yife Luiu. Lu. Lu. Louis. Louis. I don't know. Lu. Um, Commander Tung is uh, played by Donnie Yen. Xian Yang, no idea, is um, played by Li Gong. I believe that's the, um, in the live action version, that's the girl that mm-hmm. is with the Huns. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to talk probably more about this later when we talk about favorite characters, but like, I don't know anybody else's name in this yeah, Maybe. I didn't. I couldn't tell. I just know. Okay, who was that's who. the emperor. That's her friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, they also just don't use their names very often. Yeah, like no, they you don't get like one mention of a name, and that's it. Um, the emperor is played by Jet Li. That was easy. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bori Khan, which is supposed to be the like Hun leader, um, is Jason Scott Lee. Um, Hong Hee is um, played by Yosan An. Zhao is played by Si, si Ma. Li is played by Rosalind Chow. Ma- the matchmaker is played by Pei Pei Cheng. Zui is played by Zana Tang, which I believe that's the sister, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Sergeant Quint Quing is played by Ron Yuan. Um, Cricket is played by Jun Yu. Yao is played by Chen Tang. Po is pronou- is <laughs> pronounced is <laughs> um, is played by Doa Mawa. And Ling is played by Jimmy Wong. I really just wanted to get to Jimmy Wong because yep. I love Jimmy Wong and I'm going to tell you something about him. He is... <laughs> Well, one, he was in a Try Guys episode. Yes, um, he was. He uh, So does he own, like, a restaurant or something? Or was he just in it because they're friends with him? He was in it him? because they were friends with him. Okay. Um, but Jimmy Wong is an actor, and he's been in a lot of, like, really big things. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember his IMDb right now. Um, but I remember when I was looking back for all of his stuff, I was like, oh, my gosh, he's in that? Um, <laughs> but the thing that... I really love about him is that he is in Video Game High School, which you have, if you have not seen Video Game High School, I am so sorry. Um, I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore, is it? I don't know. I hope, I mean, so uh, it was, it was a show from 2012 to 2014, um, and they did end up canceling it, um, which makes me sad, but. Yeah, we didn't even get, like, a finale or anything. Um. But it's just, it's a, it's a 
high school for people who play video games and like that's how they like they compete in video games and like there's the jocks but like they are the people who drive cars video games Mm -hmm. and like all this other stuff and um he's like supposed to be a prodigy in this um and it's just it's so good yeah Um, he's not or not the show is not on netflix anymore yeah so they took that off it is sad oh that's the other thing I know him from. He is um, Constable Jimmy in Edgar Allan Poe's murder mystery um, invite-only dinner party. They don't have the full seri- the full name on this. What is it? Edgar Allan Poe's... Hang on. We're going to get this right. Welcome, friend, to Edgar Allan Poe's murder mystery invite-only casual dinner party slash gala for friends potluck. Sorry, we're late. Slash gala for friends potluck. <laughs> um, so that is a YouTube miniseries um, with a bunch of um, my people from Star Kid um, and also Shipwrecked. It's a shipwreck comedy. I'll need um, to watch that. You, I'm pretty sure I've made you watch a couple episodes. I don't think I've seen it, though. It's so I, good. I would remember But that, anyway, like. so it's Edgar Allan Poe, and he invites a bunch of other writers to a murder mystery dinner party, oh and gosh. it's so funny. <laughs> um, anyway, he plays Constable Jimmy, which he and the guy who plays um, Gary, Larry, Jerry in Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. he's the other cop in it. Okay. So, like, they get to act together, and it's just, it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so he's one of my favorite people, and it just makes me happy that, like, he's in, like, this big, big mm-hmm. thing, um, with, like, a lot of cool actors, so, um. He just seems like a cool guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy. So, like, anytime he was on the screen and we were watching, I was like, oh my gosh, it's Jimmy Wong! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, there's my cast and crew list. I really just wanted Yay. to get to Jimmy Wong. <laughs> yes. Um, so our next thing is to talk about our favorite characters, which... We've kind of already gone over that. Yeah. I feel like to go with both the animated and um, live action version, my favorite character and someone that I've always related to mm-hmm. since I was a child is Mulan. Yes. So Mulan's my favorite character as well. Yeah. I mean, I feel like she she wants to be a girl. It's not like she's like, oh, I want to change and like be a man it's Mm -hmm. that she wants to be a girl and she wants the gender norms or the patriarchy Mm -hmm. just gone yeah which is most women yeah (laughs) but like it's something that i relate to where it's like i want to be myself Mm -hmm. but i don't want myself to be discriminated against and limited yeah yeah um i feel like a lot of people just look up to the character of mulan um, and just a lot of the things that are just a part of her personality. Yeah. Because, um, like, the other thing is, like, she's not always serious. Even in the live-action one, like, she was, yeah. like, when she was little, like, she was joking around, playing around, yeah. trying to catch a chicken. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think she's she's a good character, and it's hard to, when you're saying, pick your favorite main character of Mulan... It's it, like, it, it has to be Mulan. Yeah. <laughs> um, unless you're talking about um, the yeah. cartoon version, then I'm going to say Mushu. Because <laughs> oh. he's hilarious. Um, it's Eddie Murphy. Um, but I like the three dudes. Yao, yes. Po, and... Uh, um, what's Ling. The, Ling? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's I like those guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're pretty funny, too. But like, And they're I mean, funny in the movie, t- in the yeah, live they, action, they too. they keep them in the live action, but they are less... Um, prominent yeah. and it's kind of hard to think of like who is who because they add like a some other um soldiers too um to the group um so they make it like, more realistic yeah it, yeah definitely but yeah i definitely appreciated this adaptation of it but mm-hmm. we can talk about that more later mm-hmm. do you have any more like favorite characters um, i really liked the girl um that we were talking about who uh oh like she's supposed to be the bad lady yeah but good lady yes who she's like a witch Mm -hmm. in the movie Mm -hmm. Um, which like okay i don't know i'm we'll talk about that in in likes and dislikes um but oh there was something else i was gonna say about 
I mean, I didn't like her at first, but I think I turned into liking her. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing I really... No, that's another thing that would be, like, likes and dislikes. It's okay. We can talk about that stuff later. Okay, anyway. I really liked how in the live action they gave her a sister. Yeah. um, Because in the cartoon, did she have... No, she was she an didn't only have child, s- yeah. right? Yeah, so... And in the ballad, she actually has a young, younger... Younger s- sister. Or no, in the ballad, she has an older sister and, and a, a younger, younger brother. brother. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was cool that they actually mm-hmm. gave her a sibling. Yeah. Um, because, like, her sibling was, like, the perfect girl yes. child. Um, but she was the oldest, and so she had to get married first and all this stuff. And, yeah. Um, I think that's kind of cool how um, they added that. Yes. Well, they put that in. Mm Mm-hmm. And something with um, the animated version was they have a dog Mm -hmm. in it, and she calls him Little Brother. Mm. And that's similar. That's Mm -hmm. a callback to the ballad where Mm. um, they mention her little brother. Cool. So, are you ready for some fun facts? Yes. Ding, 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 ding. So... These are going back and forth with um, the live action and the Disney, well, they're both Disney, the animated (laughs) version. Mm -hmm. Um, Most of it is animated, but a lot of it is, like, kind of a mix to talk about. Mm -hmm. So, my first one is the meaning of Mulan. (gasps) Mulan means magnolia blossom in Chinese. So this mean, makes the scene where her father compares her to a beautiful but late-blooming blossom even more meaningful because mm-hmm. that is how the magnolia, magnolia blossoms. Um, and also in the animated version, they have a magnolia tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next one is about the animated version when she is singing and looking at at her reflection in the uh ancestor stones it has chinese yeah (laughs) it has it has uh chinese writing on it um those are actually the animators names written in chinese letters that's cool yes it's kind of weird though (laughs) it is a little weird but it's it's a cool yeah thing it's a hidden easter egg yes um, okay, so in the animation, mm-hmm. during the sequence in Mulan where the Forbidden City is visited, mm-hmm. there's actually footage from Mulan's A Whole New World number that gets repurposed in Mulan. So it's during the fireworks scene mm-hmm. there. You can see a little bit of the animation from Aladdin that... was taken and put into Mulan. When you said A Whole New World, I was like, what are you talking So, like, during that song. Yes. Yes. Um, Okay, so then the reason that um, Mulan was rated PG rather than G um, was because at the end uh, there is the use of a word cross-dresser, and it caused uproar and nearly got them... Okay, so so it actually was rated G, but yeah. they were worried that it was mm-hmm. going to be rated PG because there was an uproar um, about the word crossdresser, mm-hmm. um, and it is actually the only Disney film to feature the word crossdresser. Huh. But there are films that feature other crossdressing. Yeah, they just don't say. It. They just don't say the word, so it's just <coughs> kind of weird that that's Sorry. like it's a dirty word. Mm-hmm. How dare you? Oh, no. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, part of the film's role when they created the animated Mulan was to repair Disney's relationship with China. Hmm. Disney had produced Scorsese Kundun, which had caused a lot of problems and led to bad blood with China. Hmm. The animators were especially careful to not make things worse and to try and repair this relationship as best as possible. China only released 10 Western films every year, and Disney animated films always performed well over there. So it was very important for them to get the film released over there. So that's why, that's one of the reasons that they made Mulan, Hmm. was to repair their relationship with China. Hmm. And money. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So have you heard of the Szechuan sauce? Yes. 
I so, don't need it though. <laughs> no, but this was created. This was created after um, Mulan, the animated version, came out. Hmm. It was part of a promotion, but in a strange way, it became one of the um, most popular dipping sauces <laughs> to occur. And um, one show that I watch that you do not watch mm-hmm. that uh, makes a callback to this sauce a lot is Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an episode where Rick and Morty is um, accessing his memories and he's like being um, held hostage in his memories with um, this guy. And so he goes to McDonald's and orders the Szechuan sauce. Oh, and wasn't that like a big thing? Mm-hmm. Um, the Szechuan sauce was gone from McDonald's yes. for a very long time. Where did I watch that? They were talking about like it could have been the history. Um, Keith somehow. It wasn't Keith. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. Well, anyway. But they were talking about like how this sauce was like coveted because yes. they got rid of it for a long time and then it came back. And I think yeah. it's back now, right? I'm not sure. Okay. But Rick and Morty, like they talk about it and mm-hmm. they are like, this is the best amazing dipping sauce in the world. And yeah, I'm pretty it's... sure I've watched like a documentary about it. Okay. <laughs> So, that's uh, the Szechuan sauce. If that ever comes back or is back, you should go check it out, I guess. The song Honor to Us All. Mm -hmm. You know that song. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. So, why is it one of your favorites? Can you pinpoint why or do you know why? Um, I think it's catchy. Um, Can you just sing the little, like, the chorus? Dun, 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 dun. So now you'll bring honor to us all. So now sing the beginning of it again. Okay, stop. Now think of Peter Pan and the song that he plays on his flute. Oh, that's so cool! So this that song was um. May, well, was first featured in Peter Pan when huh. he plays that little tune the on Pan his flute. flute. Um, and Mulan obviously adds a lot, yeah. but it's a very cute connection that I really liked. Dun, dun. Okay. So Disney films sometimes tackle more mature topics, but they usually don't get so heavy as to venture into areas like conscription and warfare. Yeah. Mulan covers dark territory, and it's full of a surprising amount of fatalities. Mm -hmm. Add to that the film's themes about patriarchal society that oppresses women, and it's a lot for the typical Disney crowd to take in. (laughs) Um, Another thing that uh, goes into this is that Mulan in this film kills over 4,000 people. Yeah, that's true. So that's something to take into consideration mm-hmm. when you're wanting to watch this no, with your children. No, they were just covered with snow. <laughs> that's, like, why they don't show the guy getting blown up by the fireworks. They cut to yeah. the explosion rather than mm-hmm. seeing all that. Like, obviously they weren't going to yes. do that, but... Um, she literally explodes him with fireworks. <laughs> yes. Technically, Mushu and Cranky does but... <laughs> so, um, you know in Mulan, the animated version, where there is a little doll that is featured yes. a couple of times that obviously belongs to a young girl? Makes me cry. <laughs> so, Mulan's life actually began as an animated short film called China Doll that featured this little... Um, China doll um, and it looked at an unhappy and subjugated Chinese girl being taken away to find happiness in the west with a British prince like figure hmm. eventually the idea of turning the Chinese poem the song of Fa Mulan into a movie came about and these two ideas were absorbed into one hmm. Okay, a British like prince <laughs> Johnny Osmond <Yes>. anyway <laughs> So, um, my last thing is actually about the live-action version, finally. Um, so in the animated film, as part of her disguise and transformation to join the military, Mulan cut off most of her waist-length hair. Mm -hmm. The scene wasn't adapted to the live-action film because it was considered redundant. Historically speaking, long hair on men was very common in, in 
imperial China, so Mulan having long hair at the military camp would not have been considered unusual. So the only thing that um, Mulan is really using to disguise herself is the wrappings that she puts Mm -hmm. around her to um, press down her bosoms. Yes. So that's all my fun facts! Yay! Ding, 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 ding. So, well, I kind of want to just go into likes and dislikes, if that's okay. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so what did you really like about this adaptation, and what did you not like? I liked the, I liked how it really got to the story, and it was or it felt at least a little bit more authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I think makes the animated version really strong, and the reason why, I guess I'm kind of getting into dislikes a little bit, but anyway, um, one of the reasons why that I really like the animated version is for the music, and I believe that a lot of other people love it for the music. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that the story of Mulan is really strong anyway so mm-hmm. like it really doesn't need it and so I think that just seeing the story was nice um and that helped I guess yeah I, I think like comparing this to other live actions that Disney has done this is probably mm-hmm. the most impressive because they're actually focusing on the original story the mm-hmm. original ballad that they mm-hmm. um had gone off of for the animated version rather Mm -hmm. than trying to go off of what the animated version was i think of aladdin and how i liked aladdin i liked aladdin but like i felt like they could have done so much better with yes well with with mulan yeah i thought they did a really good job with everything Mm -hmm. um in making it a actual like we're telling this story Mm -hmm not necessarily trying to take it into a comedy version of it Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's i mean that's what i liked about it it i really liked um that they got rid of the love interest i mean they still sort of got had him but like it wasn't as strong it was more of a friendship um so I'm, i'm glad that they did that um because i feel like if they didn't i don't know well, I also felt like in the sh- movie, they kind of had undertones of the guy that she kind of has love interest with mm-hmm. being gay. Mm-hmm. And I kind of appreciated that where it's mm-hmm. like, but then it turns out, she he finds out she's a woman and now he's like, oh, I want to marry you. Mm-hmm. But like, I felt like there was a sort of flirtation going on. I think it was more just like he could talk to her. Yeah. And he liked that he could be open with her and other guys would have probably just made fun of him for it probably um so i think that's sort of the flirtation that you're trying to see maybe but Um, there's like one part where he's like super close to her and i don't think really necessarily guys get close to each other and she was kind of like what are you doing Mm. and i kind of felt like that too where he was kind of like testing the waters with her um to see maybe you know I don't remember that scene. It's when they're alone together, and it's after they had battled. Not battled, but after they had... um, She had done really well in the training that day or something. Mm. Anyway, I just felt like they might might have undertones of that, but of course they won't put that in because it's Disney. Well, you still haven't watched the live-action Beauty and the Beast yet, so... I guess not. Oh, yeah, I forgot that that's a thing. Yeah. (laughs) Um... One thing that I didn't like about the adaptation, I didn't like that they took out the whole pole challenge. Yeah. I mean, they didn't. They they replaced it with the mountain, um, which I guess is more, I don't know if that's more realistic or more I mean, what they would have done. I just, I really enjoyed the whole, like, she, tr- like, or... She figured out a way to do it. She figured out a way to do it and nobody else could. Yeah. Like, the other thing is, like, she uses her chi to do it. Mm -hmm. Like, she has a special power that allows her to do something. And it's like, but she just figured out how to do it because she's smart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I liked 
mm-hmm. the other thing. Um, Something and I and I I guess I just wish that like the whole chi thing yeah wasn't a thing. I feel like I feel like that's how they got like the whole magic witch person in it. Which like I'm confused on why the witch was in it because if they were trying to make it more authentic, why did they have a magic witch in it? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that that was a little weird for I'm me just, where I was like, okay, that and the thing that I am going to complain about a little bit mm-hmm. is in the ballad that was written, mm-hmm. it makes no mention of Mulan being an exceptional warrior. Mm-hmm. It makes no mention of her being like great and that's why they let her go home. Mm-hmm. It does say that she was offered a place as one of the leaders in the army. So I guess that could be insinuated. But in, for both of these characters, the witch and Mulan, um, the reason that they are accepted by these men in power is because they are exceptional. Yeah, and they are able to get the men power. But in reality, when... She's just a smart girl. Yeah, and when a girl um, joins the army or something... It doesn't necessarily mean that she has to be better than every person around her. Mm -hmm. And so that's the kind of thing that kind of bothers me is like, oh, to be in this army, you have to be really great at this. Mm -hmm. But obviously, there's so many men that are like Mm -hmm. struggling to make it through. So why would... Like, I don't know. I feel like it's just, I don't know. In my head, it's just going back to like, it's she's using her smarts rather than her strength yeah and in the live action they just gave her powers like i understand that she is like an actual thing Mm -hmm. but like i don't think that she can turn you into a million birds to attack men no (laughs) Um, i mean maybe some people believe that yeah but and maybe that's part of more of the um, lore. Sto- lore and mm-hmm. story that was told over the years, mm-hmm. but I don't know that for sure, yeah. so. I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like they could have even had that character just being, like, a great warrior. A great warrior. Yeah. Rather than having mystical powers. Yes. Like, I'm just confused on why they had to have that. Yeah. I'm guessing it was part of the lore or something, because I don't know why else they would have her. We should look that up more. Yeah. Because I I was just kind of like, you know. But I did appreciate her in I like, the story. Yeah, I think, like, if I wasn't thinking about, okay, they're trying to make it more realistic to Chinese culture, I guess, I would yeah. just be like, oh, cool. You know? Yeah. Like, she has, like, a rival who is, like, her equal, I guess. Um, um, I did really like how they kept... Or, like, the beginning was her as a child. Yeah. I liked being able to see her, like, sort of grow up um, rather than just the whole, okay, you have to get married now. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, And then I also liked, um, I liked being able to see her village as more of a village that rather rather than than a giant city town thing with a bunch of people trying to run everywhere (laughs) i don't know no i i more of a village rather than a metropolis Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. it is in the animated yeah Um, so i thought that was kind of cool um but also just wondering like was that is that like a real version of like an older chinese they filmed in china no but like is that like a real place that they filmed i'm not sure for the village but i assume so okay um, if it wasn't, it's definitely modeled after a okay. village. Okay. Um, but, yeah, they they filmed in China mm-hmm. um, at over 20 locations, different mm-hmm. locations. And then they also filmed the fighting scenes in New Zealand. Yeah. So. Everyone films in New yeah. Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> everyone Not <films>. everyone. <laughs> Only the good places. Yes. Um, well, um one of my favorite scenes that I wrote down was the snow battle. Um, so just the battle that yeah. they have, and there's the snow that she covers everybody with. Um, I like how they changed it to her, like, going around and sneaking in the back and, like, yeah, doing all that stuff, um, rather than her getting up real close to the one guy and 
yeah. shooting the mountain with Mushu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it definitely felt a lot more realistic to mm-hmm. what a battle scene would be like. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with, like, the beginning of it, too, where, like, they're all lined up. Yeah. Um, and then she goes after the cavalry or mm-hmm. the people who run away or whatever. I don't I don't know army terms. <laughs> I, I really liked how they talked about um, the fear that they all had. Yeah. Before mm-hmm. going into battle. Because that was really cool. Like, and Mulan obviously talked to them about it and mm-hmm. was just like, you know, my dad says that if you don't have fear, then you can't fight or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. remember the exact quote, but mm-hmm. um, I really liked that. And I also liked how they, how the narrator, when she um, kind of fell after fighting the witch, mm-hmm. and then they said that her name, her boy name that she had chosen was dead and that Mulan was was going to be back. And mm-hmm. then I also liked how rather than her being discovered to be a woman, she reveals herself yeah. as a woman. Mm-hmm. Because that she makes... She couldn't lie anymore. Yeah, that, yeah, makes, that was really gives cool. it more pride yeah. and I feel like honor to her mm-hmm. um, because it was her choice. Yeah. So. It was a cool part. Yeah. Um... One thing that I really liked about the animated version was the cross-dressing part. Yes. I thought that was really fun. Um, And, like, I don't know. I'm just... I'm not sad that they didn't put it in the live action, but also sort of disappointed just because it's like, that's how they got into the palace. Mm -hmm. By being... Women. Women. And I'm like, but no. Yeah. They just got to be soldiers. And it's like, but... It's more realistic, but... I guess. Than cross-dressing, but... I think it's funny. It's okay. <laughs> it was really funny in the animated yeah. film. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's something that I'll always laugh at. Yes. Also, like, didn't you say something about, like, why didn't the other guys help him in the scene where, like, they're fighting the guys in the hallway? Yeah. No, there's, like, one guy fighting a bunch of other people, and I'm yeah. like... Why aren't the other the people, other people fight, helping? <laughs> and Ashley's like, because they're wearing their dresses. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Do you have anything else to I say? did. I did really like, even though I didn't like that they changed um, the pole scene yes. to the walking up the mountain scene. Um I did enjoy that scene. Yes. So, like, if I hadn't known about the other one, I would have, like, I still really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I just wanted okay. to say that I thought it was good. Um, overall, I think it was a good movie. It wasn't my favorite of the live actions. I think I would um, definitely put it above Aladdin. Um, yeah. I don't know. Back and forth, I think. I just, I really enjoyed the music. I did like how they did, like, put the music yeah. in, like, just in the back, as background music. Yes. Um, I did like I that thought, little I think push to that the, I think nod. that Disney should use the how they made Mulan live mm-hmm. action as a template for mm-hmm. their future live action. Yes, yeah, I think that would be good. Because I thought they did a very good job of mm-hmm. going back to its roots. Mm-hmm. And not making it a remake, mm-hmm. but making it its own. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's my opinion. I, I don't know. I just really like, like, when I'm thinking about Beauty and the Beast, I really enjoyed the music again. I also really enjoyed just the story because I've never really liked Beauty and the Beast. It's not mm-hmm. my favorite Disney movie ever at all yeah (laughs) um but i liked it a lot and i mean i don't know it just it's so good and i'm sad that you don't know any of the things i'll know someday also it just makes me cry and so if a movie can make me cry it's like pretty good most of the time unless it's like a really upset cry yeah. Then I don't like it as much. <laughs> but if it's like, I'm so happy, cry. <laughs> I don't remember if I cried at Milan, but I feel I like I, I did. did. I think I might have teared up when she made it up the mountain, maybe. I think or I teared up end. when she got home. Yeah. But otherwise, no. Yeah. 
but this was a very good movie. So um, if you guys want to follow us more, you can follow us on Instagram at The Hoot Podcast. Um, if you want to submit your dreams or suggestions or questions for us, you can send that to thehooppodcast at gmail.com. You could also join all our Owlry at uh, patreon.com slash thehooppodcast. And you should share our show with a friend. Yeah, if you have a friend, you should share it with them. Yeah. And then they'll listen. Yeah. And then they'll be like, I want to share this with a friend. <laughs> and so on. So thank you guys so much for coming and listening to The, the- Woot! Woot!